Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. We are so excited to have you guys listening to the Dear Teenage Girl podcast, and we pray that you will be encouraged and challenged and growing. So right now, we are doing a short series about relationships. So make sure you listen to the other two relationship episodes if you haven't yet. Yes, definitely give them a listen. They are very inspirational. I think that's the word. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And today's episode is about relationships with friends. So let's get into it. All right, so I have a question for you. Do you think that it's important that we have Christian friends? Oh, 100%. Having Christian friends is super, super vital to growing in your faith and keeping you on the right track. Your friends and family are usually the people that have the most influence on your life, so it's important for Christians to surround themselves with other fellow Christians. Yeah, definitely. I believe that as a Christian, it is definitely important for you to have friends that are Christians. But do you think that as Christians, we can only have Christian friends? Okay, so I would say as Christians, we ought to love and encourage everyone around us. And I know that I personally have friends at work and at school, and um, they're not Christians and don't relate to Christianity, but they are still fun to be around, you know. They're cool people. Um, I would just say, like, in a controlled setting, if that makes any sense, like, um, limiting the amount of time you spend with them, like, maybe, like, a pizza party after work or whatever. It would be a great opportunity to get to know them better, share the gospel or whatever. Um, But I would say you wouldn't want to spend all your time with them because then they'll start to impact the way you live and you'll kind of um, get in the habits of things that they do. Um, So I think it all depends on everyone's personal situation, but yeah. Yeah, I believe that as Christians, we should have Christian friends. So whether it's from like church or camp or even um, from school, but I also believe, and I believe that definitely your closest friends should be Christian because they're the ones, as you said, that have like the most impact on your life. But Mm -hmm. um, I believe that we definitely, definitely, definitely can have friends that are not Christians. Um, because there are many things that we will have in common with them and that we'll enjoy doing with non-Christians. And it's just a good way to show others who God is in us and just God's love for the world. Exactly. So, for example, Jesus did fellowship a lot with his disciples, which was a nice um, Christian surrounding for him. But when he Um, chose his disciples to come and follow him most of them were not perfect Mm -hmm. or what humans consider worthy enough to be around jesus or even um good good christians if you will but um jesus loved them and he chose them and he taught them about who he is and he welcomed them as his followers and believers aside from the disciples jesus was always with other people um such as like the pharisees and sadducees and people that weren't holy jesus hung around everyone he didn't exclude anyone because of their background color religion race he um he was the one that hung out with the prostitutes and the tax collectors people that were just um off to the side that no one wanted to be around yeah that is so true so why don't we talk about jesus friend of sinners and how we should follow his example 
Yeah, so multiple times in the Bible, we see Jesus hanging out with non-Christians. Jesus' goal on earth was to teach that he is the anointed one, teach about his deity, and teach about the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. In Luke 4, 43, it says, But Jesus said to them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also, for I was sent for this purpose. The kingdom of God has to do with the reign of God. Jesus coming showed his his slash God's reign in a new way. Jesus also came to die for our sins so that the world might be saved through him. It has been recorded that Jesus hung out with the tax collectors and he became friends with a former prostitute. And the list goes on and on. Yeah. Jesus' goal on earth was not just to spend time with those who were like considered religious or considered holy. Like um, in those days, they would have thought that the Jewish leaders were who believed in God. But actually, his purpose was to spend time with everyone and to teach everyone. Hmm. As Christians, Jesus told us to go and make disciples of all the nations. So I believe that really that's what we should be doing. You can definitely have non-Christian friends, but... And here's the but. When we are hanging out with our non-Christian friends, what are we doing? Yeah, that is so true. So Jesus, as he said, is known as the friend of sinners, but he was also known as perfect and blameless. So even though Jesus was friends with everyone, it did not mean that he participated in every anything dishonoring or disobedient to God. We are not trying to say that whether you are around your non-Christian friends, sorry, we are not trying to say that when you are around your non-Christian friends, it always has to be a Bible study. We're not saying that you cannot have fun with them. Yeah, but ma- just make sure that when you're with your friends, everything you're doing is God-honoring because what you're doing is going to reflect who God is. Hmm. Jesus was friends with the tax collectors, but when he was with them, he didn't go around taking people's money to be like them. Yeah, that's so true. What we are saying is that as Christians, we are called to love everyone no matter who they are. And we should love everyone and be friendly to everyone. Of course, you can be friends with non-believers. But make sure you are discerning what with what you are doing and saying with them. May they always see who Christ is in you. Not just a girl who calls herself a Christian, but when she's around not her non-believing friends, will compromise to fit in. Yeah. And maybe your non-believing friends, just they don't know any better because they might not have read the Bible or been to church. Their choices may be influenced on the ways of the world because that's all they know and that's all they see. So our part is to be discerning and wise because we can recognize that what they're doing is not right. And so we can choose not to follow those things that will draw us away from God. It is not to, we, we're not just trying to condemn our friends and their choices, but we're trying to let Jesus's light shine in us and maybe they can see Jesus's light through us. I would say to keep living your testimony and maybe one day they will be saved. But until then, we can still pray for them and keep loving them. Mm-hmm. So now that we've talked about being able to have non-Christian friends, let's take a look at what you should look for in your best friend. <laughs> so let's start out with an acronym. Friends. F-R-I-E-N-D-S. F is for friend. R is for a relationship with God. I is for in the word. E is for an ear to lean on or empathetic. N is for near. D is for direct. And S is for suitable. 
So let's start with F. When we said um, like F is for friend, you may be wondering like, um, isn't this whole acronym about the characteristics of our best friends? So duh, they're going to be a friend. <laughs> but just hear me out, okay? As a child, I wanted so, so, so badly to fit in with the popular kids. And as a child, I did. And I would have called a lot of them my best friends at the time. But when I look back, they really weren't my friends. They just used me as a stepping stool to get into popularity. And they were actually, like, so fake. Hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of us have had that um, situation before. Yeah. In Proverbs seventeen seventeen, it says, A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for a time of adversity. When we're finding our best friends, we want to make sure that we are really finding a friend, someone who will love you at all times, in your worst times, in your best times. A friend who will never leave you and who will always be there when you need someone and who doesn't just put themselves first. Hmm, totally. Amen. Yeah, that's so true. I think it's like you can just say they're your best friend, but then you actually want at the foundation to really be truly friends i really like that um so the next letter is r and that stands for relationship with god and so as we kind of went over before um you just like most of your friends you want them to be christians like the close ones that you're going to be with all the time because you're going to be influenced by them and you're going to be picking up their habits and just spending a lot of time with them so it's pretty important um for them to have a relationship with god even if it isn't the strongest thing, because then you can be there for each other and kind of um, build each other up. But if they have a relationship with God, it will encourage you to also have a relationship with God or to have a deeper relationship with God. And that's just super important um, that your best friend that you're probably going to be around a lot also loves the Lord. Yeah, that's so true. And I was also just thinking when you have that, um, best friend who has a relationship with God you can just like connect almost like at a deeper level because mm. I know that like I have friends that aren't Christian and that's awesome like we have things that we can do we can talk like we hang out and all that's nice but um just going back to that summer when we were in camp like we were just all Christians <laughs> and we all like we all I just found that we just connected at this deeper level because we all had the faith and we had things in common and we all liked each other and so Oh, for sure. Yeah, you can definitely feel the difference of, like, being at camp around tons of Christians and then going back to, like, your school or something, and it just feels so drastic and just, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and so I, we have in the Word, and um, for some of you who may not be Christians or know, like, the Christian means in the Word doesn't mean, like, you're literally, like, in a Word. I don't know, <laughs> like, because that just makes no sense. But in the Word <laughs> is just, like, in the Bible, which is God's word for us. So in order for you and your friend to keep each other accountable in your walk with the Lord, you need to make sure that you are both reading your Bible in the word, growing in God and his ways. The Bible is a powerful weapon, and it says that it's sharper than any double-edged sword. You and your best friends are definitely going to face trials and valleys, and you're going to need each other and each other's advice. And I, when I mean advice, I don't mean like this, like cliche, like Instagram captions advice, like, oh my goodness, you're so pretty. Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> like, like, I feel like that's nice at the time, but it just doesn't mean anything after a while. But I feel like in order to really be there for your friend, you should be quoting scripture 
pointing each other to the Lord, encouraging each other in the word, because that's what's going to help you in the long run. That's what's going to make your relationship stronger with each other and God. Mm. Okay, so next is E, ear to lean on. Um, And so kind of normally you hear a shoulder to lean on, but um, ear to lean on kind of just like, um, I think everyone tries to find someone that they can just, you know, talk about how they're feeling or what they're going through because it's not fun to do that alone. So having a best friend that um, their ears are always open and they want to hear what you're going to do and they want to help you and they want to be there for you is just super encouraging. And being that for someone else means maybe a lot more than you would think. And um, being able to give them advice, encourage them, help them through their trials, um, even big or small, um, just having someone constantly um, there's God, of course, you always go to him, but then if you're feeling lost or whatever, your friend um, can always bring you back to him. So that's super encouraging. Yeah, definitely. And for Anna is near, and so it's not like you have to be near, like only live like down the street, because <laughs> I mean, Sophie and I, we're great friends, and we live miles away. We live in different yeah. countries. <laughs> so far. <laughs> but we're still great friends, and that's because when we're together, it's like no time has passed. We can talk to each other, and we just, we feel that nearness, and we feel that closeness that just um, is great in a friendship, and so Proverbs 18.24 says, one who has an unreliable friend soon comes to ruin but there's a friend who sticks closer than a brother so I guess near is almost like sticks closer to a brother who's always there for you when you need them who can always just be there just to lift you up and you can just be like hey I'm not feeling great right now to be like you know what um and I can just say something that makes you laugh or encourage you <laughs> I think that's just definitely really important a best friend yeah I like that a lot okay so d is for direct and this kind of sounds like an odd word to use for a friend, um, but I think it's super important if you want to have a healthy, in a sense, relationship. So this can be applied to all our previous relationship topics from mm-hmm. um, the other podcasts that we did before this. So go listen to those. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so being able to tell your friend how you're feeling, what's going on in your life is going to help a lot with communication and just being able to know each other better and love each other unconditionally. Um, you can't really love someone that you don't know very well or that you can't run to. Same goes um, for our relationship with God. Um but you just want to be comfortable enough with each other so that if a situation arises where you see them straying from God and indulging in things that are just not okay, you can be direct and tell them what they're doing is wrong and how you can help them. Kind of just being up front, not having to um, subtly tell them just because you love each other and you want what's best for them. Um, and I think it's a great step to take in order to stay close and be the best version of yourselves you can be. Um, Proverbs 27, 5-6 through six, says better is open rebuke than hidden love wounds from a friend can be trusted but an enemy multiplies kisses oh that verse is so good (laughs) yeah um i just think that's so great because i know that's something i really find like super hard for me because i am Mm -hmm. a people pleaser like i want Mm -hmm. you to like me so then sometimes i won't tell you the truth like if you're with a toxic boyfriend like i don't know i kind of feel scared i'll just be like oh yeah he's good for you (laughs) But yeah, and not. it can be hard. 
Yeah. Yeah. We definitely need to be direct because that, like, how else are you going to grow? Right. And then also for S, you want to make sure that your friend is suitable because it is, like, so amazing if you can find a friend with all of these other characteristics. But honestly, like, if your personalities don't match and they're not suitable, like, they can't really be a good friend. Um, Like, you you need to be able to get along with them. (laughs) Totally. Uh, Yeah, these are some really good points in finding or um, making a stronger foundation in a best friend. Exactly. And I believe that your best friend is the person that you hang out the most and they should definitely be someone who will build you up instead of tear you down. Hmm. Okay. So now we have like a fun little like segment where we're going to do like a Q&A kind of thing. Um, ooh. <laughs> yeah. So do you want to go first? All right. <laughs> Yeah, so um, one of the questions is, what is something that you look for in a friend? Okay, so I'm going to take this as, like, when I'm making a new friend. I don't know if that's what you meant, but that's how I'm going to take it. Um, Yeah. So I guess when I'm, like, trying to make friends, normally, I guess we can all be shy at times, you know, when you're first meeting people. But Mm -hmm. someone that can just make me laugh because then they'll get me you know, to be my true self, I feel like more so that I'll be like less shy or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if they can make me laugh or easy to make conversation, that's always nice because then you can get to know them better. Um, most of the time, if, you know, they're a Christian, that's just super awesome because then we can instantly kind of connect and have like a ton in common. So that's super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what about you? Um, I definitely, like, be, like, personality is kind of the first thing I look at. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is kind of hypocritical of me to say, like, if they smile. Because, like, I kind of have, like, a resting angry face. Oh, so a lot of people see me and they're like, oh, you're judgmental. But I'm really not. Mm-hmm. And I just love it when people smile, even though I really don't smile as much as I wish I did. Because mm-hmm. I feel like when I see someone, like, just have that true, genuine smile, then you're like, wow, that person's, like, genuine. Where, right. like, sometimes if you they don't smile, you're like, oh, my goodness, is she, like... <laughs> Yeah. um I, i'm not saying that if you don't smile it means you're fake but like, mm-hmm. I don't know. no i know um, what you mean um i feel like for me i definitely like someone i look for someone who i can just kind of run off like run off of their energy if that mm. makes sense because i'm someone who starts off really shy but I can also be very outgoing. I can be a big extrovert. I can really keep conversations going if it's like I can run off of their energy. Some I just love mm-hmm. it when it's not like you don't have that like awkward pause. <laughs> You're just like, okay, yeah. Are you gonna talk? Am I gonna talk? Is it too creepy if I'm like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, yes, for but, sure. Yeah, it's always nice. That's definitely some things I look for in mm-hmm. a friend. Okay. What is the craziest thing a friend has ever done for you? Um, oh, okay, I know. So, of course, this whole COVID thing has happened. Mm-hmm. And a couple years ago, I had moved from a city back to a smaller town that was four hours away. And so it was supposed to be 
my sweet 16 birthday party and I was looking forward to it so much it was going to be red carpet themed um and everyone was just gonna like dress up and I it was I was so excited for it but then COVID happened and we actually had to cancel it which was really sad um and so that day I was just sad and I was like okay mom I'm just gonna be sitting on my couch like watching all day I'm feeling sorry for myself and then my mom's like actually just please just get changed and I'll take you out driving or something. So she made sure I got changed and ready. <laughs> and then she's like, Amy, come downstairs. And I came downstairs and I opened the door and there was my friend from, and she <gasps> drove four hours just so that she could like have a social distance um, visit with me for like an hour. And then she drove back home and I was like, wow, that is a great friend. That's so sweet. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, okay. I guess I have, like, two things. Like, Leah's crazy. Leah is, um, one of my close friends. Amy and Leah are probably two of my closest friends. And so, one morning, um, well, whenever I'm feeling down, she'll be, like, I'm on my way. And she'll just, like, bring some flowers or she'll bring, she'll bring some food. I just love her so much for that. Yeah. So that's sweet. She didn't drive four hours, but you know, she lives close, which is nice. If I, if the borders were open, Amy, you better believe I'd be there by like tomorrow or something. (laughs) (laughs) One day. (laughs) Yes. All right. So, so another question is, do you have more friends or or more friends that are further away and if you have friends that are further away how do you maintain a healthy friendship with them okay well I would say I do have lots of friends that live near me like Leah and like my church friends and Mm -hmm. yeah I would say I have like quite a few friends here Um, but then I also lived in Minnesota like about 10 years ago so Mainly, I'm still close with, like, my cousins because we go back every summer. But there are a few friends I have there. Mm-hmm. And then from camp, I have, like, so many girls from, like, New York and Canada. And mm-hmm. I wish we lived closer, but... <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Yeah, so I'm kind of spread out. And I have friends in other states, too. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I guess FaceTime help. Like, I don't know what I'd do without FaceTime. Like, it's so it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess trying to like talk as much as possible but mm-hmm. then again like what you said before like if me and Amy if you and I <laughs> didn't have like FaceTime I feel like if we saw each other again we'd just like pick up right where we left off like it would be like nothing mm-hmm. changed you know yeah um but it is super nice to just be able like hey you want to talk okay great and I can see your face and yeah yeah so and if possible, visiting. But right now with COVID, that's kind of not an option. But... Yeah, yeah. I sure. would definitely say I have a um, I have a group, a good group of friends in the town that I'm living in. But I also mm-hmm. with camp, I have friends just scattered everywhere. If we're gonna and mm. <laughs> so I have friends everywhere, and I definitely think that yes. Um, communication is definitely key in order to maintain that friendship either just texting them Mm. or facetiming them and I like snapchat because I like to send videos of myself talking Um, (laughs) I know I yes I just be like so random out of the blue and I'll just be like hi it feels like you're together Uh, yes (laughs) 
Um, but then again, there are some friends that like don't like to communicate as much with me and that's totally fine. And I know one of my friends from camp, Ainsley, like she's not a big communicator and that's fine, but it's also nice because once you see each other, like you can just like, it's like you're right back to where you left off. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Okay. And what is a place that you want to visit with a friend? <laughs> Ithaca. Ithaca. We're coming. Ithaca or Ithaca? I can't remember. It's, I think we say this every time, but I think it's Ithaca. Okay. Okay. So, sorry for confusing y'all, but Ithaca is in New York, Mm -hmm. right? And so, I'm in Maryland and Amy's in, where are you in Canada again? Ontario. Ontario. Okay. So, we figured out it's basically like exactly halfway or roughly halfway so like what four six hours for each of us somewhere Mm, around there four (laughs) yeah four that sounds that sounds like that's easy reasonable like that's so reasonable borders are closed (laughs) ah one day one day like literally the day the borders open yeah (laughs) just like ithaca here we come (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so we don't really know what's in Ithaca other than like waterfalls yeah, it's famous for its waterfalls like if I'm you sold. live in Ithaca Kiama <laughs> can tell us what to do <laughs> yes do we have anyone listening from Ithaca or near Ithaca I'm really curious yes. about <laughs> I doubt it but you never you know are, please DM us <laughs> you'll get a special yeah. prize okay. <laughs> we'll come visit you Yes. Oh my gosh. <gasps> we will come and visit you and see waterfalls yes. together. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's settled. We'll be waiting for your response. <laughs> Do you like pineapple on your pizza? Do I like pineapple yeah. on my pizza? No. Either. If you like pineapple on your pizza, okay, good. I was about to like, I was worried but I was going to offend be you. Friends. If you. <laughs> this whole podcast <laughs> all of this doesn't relate if your friend likes pineapple on pizza <laughs> but like if you do I please tell me why like I want to know one valid reason why Yes. doesn't I just so sorry I don't like, like it if you like pineapple on your pizza DM us why and if you live in Ithaca DM us stuff to do okay exactly <laughs> That's your homework. (laughs) 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 All right. So now let's play two truths and a lie. Okay. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go? Okay, I can go first. Okay. All right. Um, At one point in my life, I was in a play for that my dad's friend had written okay i have a fear (laughs) of bananas and one time i entered a music competition for um this radio station in canada called cbc okay why do i feel like you're afraid of apples (laughs) is that like 
Am I just getting that from nowhere? <laughs> like, when you said you're afraid of bananas, I was like, wait, I thought it was apples. But are you even afraid of apples? No. I love apples. Okay. They're my favorite ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's embarrassing. Everyone's like, okay, you guys don't know each other very well. Um, I'm going to say... I feel like I have to go with the banana one. I just haven't heard that before. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna go no, with the, banana. the banana one is true. The one that was a lie, oh, it's kind of tricky. Um, I was supposed to be in a play for my dad's friend, but it didn't go through because um, oh. I was supposed to be playing a 19-year-old. And I think at the time I was 14. <laughs> and like I can pass off as a 19-year-old, but the people who were supposed to be playing right. my best friend who – was also 19 they were like 22 year old men so they're just kind of like okay maybe next time what play was it gonna be um it's called through a darkened alley um my dad's friend wrote Mm -hmm. it so yeah that's cool so you're basically almost famous basically (laughs) (laughs) okay let's see i gotta kind of like think of them on the spot here um Okay, let's go with, I lived in Mexico for three weeks. I, (laughs) it's bad. Okay, I have two younger siblings and I have two cats and a dog. Okay, I know that you have two younger siblings. Okay. And I feel like from, like, Mexico, you say that you go on, like, a lot of missions trips. So I'm going to say the two cats and a dog. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I only have two cats. I don't remember you ever saying anything about a dog. Yeah, no. That's embarrassing because I couldn't think of anything. I was like, I'm in a dog. (laughs) No, but like, um, all right. I don't know if I ever told you about my friend Eden, but they they were missionaries in Mexico, so we went down and lived with them for three weeks, and then I've been on three other missions trips separate times. So I guess technically I, I've been to Mexico like four times, but I did live there for like a th- or like stayed there for like a three week period, wow. basically a month. That's fun. So, yeah, yeah, it was. But okay, I gotta think of better ones. <laughs> okay. So here's round two. Okay. So I've been to Alaska and Hawaii. Um, I have been to Camp Lila Live five times, and that's in New York. If you don't know, that's where me and Amy met. We reference it a lot. <laughs> and I am 17, but still don't have my license. Which one is a lie? Yeah. My guess <laughs> is the second one. Wait, where's the second one again? Uh, Lila lie five times. Okay, my guess is the second one, but um, Sophie's not okay. gonna answer because you guys are gonna actually DM mm-hmm. us what you think the answer is. Ooh, and I'm actually really curious what you guys think. Yeah, and mine is. 
I am the oldest of five siblings. I broke mm. my right ankle twice and my left wrist once. And the third one <laughs> is that I hate snow. Hate snow. Okay. I mean, you live in Canada, so you get lots of <laughs> snow. <laughs> So maybe you're tired of it? I don't know. Wait, right ankle twice and left wrist? Mm -hmm. Wow, that's a lot of bones. I've only broken my pinky finger. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, let's see. I'm going to go with the last one. No, the second one. About the bones? I'm going to go with the second one. Yeah. All right. Okay, everyone. Also, yes, DM about Amy's. We will let you know in next week's episode at the beginning. Yeah, I can't wait. Please respond because yes. this will be fun. Um, <laughs> so, just thank you everyone for listening to this week's podcast episode. We yeah. hope you had fun. We hope that you enjoyed listening to us play this game and the Q <laughs> and A. Yeah, and yeah, listen to the last two. Um, podcast before this about relationships if you haven't yet sorry I keep bringing that up yes. but you really should and <laughs> next and week is gonna be go our relationship with boys where we drop all the tea so <gasps> make sure that you guys Ooh. check in next week it's gonna be good and it's actually gonna wrap up our relationships uh, series oh <laughs> so sad but also all the juicy stuff so mm-hmm. you should go <laughs> All right. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Dear Teenage Girl podcast. Make sure you guys all go check out any other episodes that you may have missed in this relationship series. And make sure that you tune back in next Wednesday to hear about a godly relationship with boys. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Dear Teenage Girl. Have an amazing week. See you next week.